At First Bank Hampton, we are focused on our customers' big dreams. Hi, this is Colleen Mortz. Whether you're planning for retirement, purchasing your first home, or starting a business of your own, let us help you make those dreams come true. As a community bank, we want to see local people succeed and our communities prosper and grow. If you're ready to pursue your dreams, we're here, ready to help you succeed. First Bank Hampton is an equal housing lender and member FDIC. Welcome to the First Bank Hampton Newsmaker Program. Newsmaker is an informative local broadcast presented Monday through Friday on 104.9 KLMJ with interviews available in their entirety online at radioonthego.com. Each day, newsmakers from Hampton, Franklin County, and around the broadcast area visit with Radio On The Go about events, meetings, public policy, and issues affecting our area. And now, here's today's Newsmaker Program presented by First Bank Hampton, home of Nest Egg. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program is NIAC President Stephen Scholes. We'll discuss the recent approval of the construction of their Charles City Career Center. We also asked Scholes his thoughts on the recent mass shooting on the campus of Michigan State University. Well, excited to accept the bid for the Charles City Career Center. You know, that was kind of a long process to get there. Ultimately, we ended up taking our existing facility, working with the city. They've been a great partner, and we're going to be able to add on to that. And so our bid came in actually under kind of our estimate, which hasn't happened for some time. And so we approved a bid with Woodruff Construction for about $4.8 million. And as soon as the weather allows, I think we'll see them get started on the addition to that building and then plan to open the fall of 24. A nice time construction timeline and hopefully we can hit all the marks. Can you explain to folks again the background about the career centers and, and where you're at in the process? The Career Center initiative across the state came out of a piece of legislation that just recognized that, that students across the state didn't have equitable access to high-quality career programs. So they created a fund to help colleges build these centers out across the state with a goal of really having one within about 30 miles of every high school. So we walked down that road with our 19 school districts, and the first to sign on was our Forest City. Center, and now this center will serve seven school districts in the eastern part of the Nyack Territory, and currently our programs will be the same as Forest City, and that's healthcare, construction, advanced manufacturing, and IT, and then, you know, we'll continue to do the community ed, continuing ed, business training in Charles City as well. This facility will just allow us to really expand what we're able to do to serve the eastern part of our district. And then where is Hampton in the process? Hampton, Belmont, and West Fork, there's discussion about how we get those folks additional services. And so that discussion is not dead. It's a bit of a numbers game, Brian, when you look at the enrollments in those schools. We don't meet some of the criteria to qualify for the million-dollar grant from the state. So we'll either have to find some school districts kind of outside of our area to participate with us, or we may just need to look at a little different model. And that's what we've been exploring at this point. But those discussions are still uh, alive and well. Let's talk about school year in general as we talk to you heading towards the end of February now. Now, uh, what's it been like on the campus, and anything surprise you? Uh, not really. We've had a really a really great year. The, the biggest surprise and a positive one is that our enrollment is up year-to-date from uh, last year, uh, about not quite 3%, but that's positive growth, and I think a sign that our citizens and our graduates are seeing this as a viable option right now in an effort to reduce costs and get access to the workforce. So that's probably been one of our biggest surprises. Positive one, our teams work really hard to make that happen, and we hope that's a trend and not just a one-off. You know, I, I think things have just gone, you know, really pretty smoothly. 
They were preparing for a higher learning commission visit in November. So that's a, a 10-year reaccreditation visit that creates a lot of work. But we're looking forward to that and we'll be happy to show off the many good things that we do here at the college. The building work and the infrastructure work, anything new there? Well, in addition to the Charles City Center, um, last month we approved a gymnasium renovation and our gym's been around a while. It's got some mercury underneath it. There's an old tartan surface. You might remember those rubbery surfaces that were real popular in the 70s and 80s. They just built over the top of that and our floor has, it's always been extremely hard. When you talk to people who spend time on it or even visit here, they talk about the injuries that they believe it caused. And it, it's starting to pop. The glue's popping. It's just time. We went through a process and accepted a bid for about $890,000 to remove the mercury, put in a new gym floor, and replace all the bleachers that are actually original and starting to fail. That's exciting. You know, that's a real you know, highlight of our campus is that gymnasium, and it's going to be fun to renovate that and create a space that not only NIAC can use, but the entire community. Wanted to get your thoughts about the uh, latest shooting situation that happened on a college campus. What concerns you, and can you guys do much more than you're already doing? Well, you know, every time this happens, it just breaks your heart, you know, for the students and the communities that are impacted by this. And so, you know, we spend a lot of time on prevention side of this equation, you know, trying to make sure that, that it does not happen. Of course, you know, there's always vulnerability when you have a building that's open to the public from, you know, 6.30 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night. You know, we continue to put things in place that assist us, you know, additional security cameras. This year, we've added mental health services and a variety of, of different things to the campus to try to give students a place to go and when they're dealing with issues, additional health services, additional security. And, you know, we're moving down the road to, you know, consider arming folks on campus, as many of the colleges have. And so, you know, you just you continue to just take steps to do the best you can and educate our staff on how to handle it if we do have an issue. But, you know, honestly, Brian, you never feel like you're really doing enough because of that vulnerability that you do feel. Our thanks to Stephen Scholes, today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker program. First Bank Hampton's Newsmaker program can be heard every Monday through Friday on 104.9 FM following KLMJ's News at Noon. To hear today's conversation in its entirety, visit RadioOnTheGo.com, click Newsmaker under the News tab. Podcast listeners can follow Newsmaker and listen to other broadcasts on demand by subscribing to the Radio On The Go podcast for free on iTunes and Stitcher. Thanks for listening to today's Newsmaker program presented by your friends at First Bank Hampton, home of Nesteg. When you buy a car or a house, you may need a loan. Do you know who to turn to for all your lending needs? Hi, this is Colleen Mords at First Bank Hampton. No matter what your financial needs may be, we're always here to help. At First Bank Hampton, we are offering special competitive loan rates with local decision-making and service. Whether you're in the market for a new car, a new RV, or making updates to your home, stop in and visit with us. You can count on us for all your banking needs. First Bank Hampton is an equal housing lender and member FDIC.